everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now it's time for today's story request. Hi, Lucy. We listen every night before bed. It helps so much with our routine, and we find the premium version easily worth the upgrade. Flynn would love it if you could write a story about the gingerbread man making a friend. Once upon a time, in a small bakery, a sad baker sat upon a sack of flour and sighed a heavy sigh. Oh! I've worked all my life as a baker, she said, and yet I've never found the time to have a child. Oh, how I wish I had a child to call my own. As she sat there, she gazed into the fire of the oven, and a thought suddenly struck her. I know, she said. I'll bake myself a son. She jumped up from the flour sack and gathered the ingredients for making gingerbread. In no time at all, she had baked a perfect little gingerbread boy. He had piped icing eyes and a mouth and blobs of icing for buttons down his front. Admiring her handiwork, she couldn't help but smile. Oh, I know you're only made of gingerbread, but how I wish that you were real. I really do wish it so, she said out loud, her heart overflowing with love. There, you're perfect, she said. Why, thank you very much, said the gingerbread boy. That's very kind of you to say so. The baker raised a flower-covered hand to her mouth. You you can talk, she gasped. The gingerbread boy sat up. Only because you wished it so, he said. You can move, she squealed. The gingerbread boy looked up at her and grinned. Only because you wished it so, he repeated, and reached up to the baker for a big cuddly hug. And so it was that over the coming weeks, the baker and the gingerbread boy were very happy. The baker loved having a little son to take care of, and the gingerbread boy was thrilled to learn about the world around him. What he enjoyed most was watching the children coming into the bakery to buy a sweet treat or to take home a loaf for their family. They would come in as a group of friends or with brothers and sisters, and they would always be excited and laughing and full of joy. Mummy, said the gingerbread boy that evening once the bakery had closed. Why don't I have brothers or sisters or friends to play with? The baker was taken aback by this. She hadn't considered this before. Um, well, I don't suppose I've ever thought about it, she confessed. I was quite happy just to have you, but, well, I can see how important it must be for you to have someone to play with. I'll tell you what, I'm going to do something about it right now. The baker wasted no time in gathering her ingredients together and was soon hard at work. The gingerbread boy was so excited to see her being busy. Oh, I just can't wait to meet them, he said, dancing around a bowl of eggs. When she was done, the baker stood back and looked down upon her latest creation. She thought she looked rather good. 
Oh, how I wish you were real, she said out loud. I really do wish it so. The gingerbread boy stepped forward to see what the baker had made. And there upon the table was a donut covered in pink frosting with two chocolate chips for eyes and a chocolate line for a mouth. Is she alive? asked the gingerbread boy hopefully. Of course I'm alive, snapped back the donut. She sprouted a pair of legs and a pair of arms and wobbled to her feet. What are you two looking at? She griped rudely. The gingerbread boy and the baker were shocked by the way the donut spoke. She wasn't all that friendly. What's that over there? demanded the donut, pointing to the oven. That's my oven where I bake my goods, said the baker. But you must not go in there. It's far too hot and you'll burn. Oh, don't you tell me what I can and can't do, shouted the donut. If I want to go in the oven, then I shall. Before anyone could stop her, the donut raced across the table and jumped into the flames. And that was the end of the donut. Oh, dear, said the baker. Well, that didn't go very well, did it? That wasn't very nice at all, stated the gingerbread boy. And she didn't do as you asked. Oh, never mind, said the baker. I'll just have to try again. The baker wasted no time in gathering her ingredients together and was soon hard at work again. The gingerbread boy was delighted that she was having another go. Oh, I can't wait to meet them, he said, dancing with a wooden spoon. When she was done, the baker stood back and looked down upon her latest creation. She thought he looked pretty good. Oh, how I wish you were real, she said out loud. I really do wish it so. The gingerbread boy stepped forward to see what the baker had made. And there, upon her table, was a cupcake covered in a yellow frosting with two white chocolate buttons for eyes and a chocolate silver for a mouth. Is he alive? asked the gingerbread boy hopefully. What sort of daft question is that? snapped back the cupcake. He sprouted a pair of legs and a pair of arms and staggered to his feet. Raising a hand to his head, he poked a finger into the frosting so he could inspect it. Bah! Yellow frosting? I hate yellow frosting! He groaned rudely. The gingerbread boy and the baker were shocked by the way the cupcake spoke. What's all that noise outside? demanded the cupcake, pointing to an open window. Oh, that's a stray dog barking, said the baker. But you must not go out there. He'll gobble you up for sure if you get too close. Oh, don't tell me what I can and can't do, shouted the cupcake. If I want to go and see the dog, then I shall. Before anyone could stop him, the cupcake raced across the table and jumped through the open window. Outside, the stray dog couldn't believe her luck. She snatched up the cupcake and ran off down the street. And that was the end of the cupcake. Oh dear, said the baker. We're not having much luck, are we? He was horrible, said the gingerbread boy. And he didn't do as you asked. Oh, never mind, said the baker. I'll just have to try again. The baker wasted no time in gathering her ingredients. 
and soon she was hard at work once again. The gingerbread boy was immensely pleased that she was having another go. Oh, I just can't wait to meet them, he said, juggling some jelly beans. When she was done, the baker stood back and looked down upon her latest creation. She thought it looked pretty good. Oh, how I wish you were real, she said out loud. I really do wish it so. The gingerbread boy stepped forward to see what the baker had made, and there, upon her table, was a chocolate chip cookie with two pecans for eyes and a piped icing mouth. Is she alive? asked the gingerbread boy, hopefully. What a ridiculous statement, said the cookie, snootily. She sprouted a pair of legs and a pair of arms and got to her feet. Well, I hope you're both not going to say ridiculous things all the time, she snapped rudely. The gingerbread boy and the baker were shocked by the way the cookie spoke. She was as bad as the donut and the cupcake. What's in that big jug? asked the cookie abruptly. Oh, there's milk inside there, said the baker. Make sure you stay away from it. It's not something you want to go swimming in. Don't you tell me what I can and can't do, shouted the cookie. If I want to swim in the milk, then I shall. Before anyone could stop her, the cookie raced across the table and jumped into the jug. She immediately went soggy and sank to the bottom. And that was the end of the cookie. Oh, dear, said the baker. We really have had some terrible luck, haven't we? She was dreadful, said the gingerbread boy, and she didn't do as you asked. Oh, never mind, said the baker. But look, it will be dawn soon, and I'll need to be up and baking the day's bread. Come along, it's bedtime. And the pair of them headed off to sleep. The next day, the gingerbread boy sat on the counter of the bakery feeling glum. While the baker busied herself with the French sticks and cottage loaves and crusty rolls, he sat and thought about having someone to play with. He was deep in thought when the bell above the shop door rang. Looking up, the gingerbread boy could see a young boy stood nervously by the door. Normally, the baker would come and serve the customers, but because they had been up so late last night, the baker was behind on all her tasks. She hadn't even noticed that anyone had come in. Oh, well, thought the gingerbread boy. I've seen Mum do this enough times. I'll give it a go. He stood up as tall as he could manage on the countertop and said, Hello, can I help you? The boy was surprised to be talked to by a gingerbread boy, but he was so unsure of what to do that he was just happy to have somebody to help him. Um, yes, said the boy quietly. I've never done this before. I need to buy a loaf of bread and two peanut butter brownies, please. Coming right up said the gingerbread boy, and he dashed across the counter to collect a loaf. The boy was delighted to see the gingerbread boy leaping the bagels and dodging the sourdough. He couldn't help but smile. The gingerbread boy noticed this and began making a real show of it as he skipped through the strawberry tarts. By the time he had the loaf and the brownies ready, both he and the boy were giggling away. I'm Flynn, by the way, said the boy as he handed over the money. I don't suppose you want to play later. The gingerbread boy was so surprised that for a second, he didn't know what to say. I, I, I'd love to, he managed at last. Oh, great, 
said Flynn. I need to take these home. Mum said to go straight back with them, but I'll be free after. Oh, glad to hear it, said the gingerbread boy. I've learned that it's a good idea to do as you're asked. They agreed that Flynn would be back at the bakery just as soon as he could. And he was, too. And what a wonderful friendship it grew to be. The end.